A report came out yesterday. Let's backtrack. The Nets are willing or unwilling to give Kyrie Irving a long-term contract extension per report. Is this the end of the Brooklyn Nets as we know it and their championship hopes? And, and I see you with the Nets cap on. I know you're a Nets fan. Send it right over to you and kick us off. Yeah, man, you're not going to support the borough, man. Um, I, I don't think it's over, though. Um, the, only, the only way it's over is if Kevin Durant says, all right, you can send, send my bro somewhere else and get somebody in here. Um, but, no, nah, I'm sure they'll figure something out. You know, maybe that they don't want to sign a four- or five-year extension, but I'm sure they're going to get some type of contract done because at the end of the day, you're talking about two of the best uh, players on the planet with uh, with Kevin Durant and uh, and Kyrie Irving, and then once they actually figure out the Ben Simmons situation, whether they're going to keep him or trade him, whatever they're going to do with that, you know, they're still a, a championship contending team. So I don't I don't think they 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 make that move to get rid of Kyrie or anything like that. And you know, unless like I said, unless Kevin Durant signs off on it, and that's his that's his, de- his best friend pretty much. So I doubt Kevin Durant is going to sign off on that. Um, if he if he didn't you know do it this season with everything that was going on with Kyrie not being vaccinated and not being able to play you know in half of the games this season if it didn't happen you know at this point then I you know I doubt it I think you know that's his guy they're gonna stick together they're gonna ride this thing out and try to win the championship in Brooklyn. Listen, man. I'm going to tell you, like I told everyone else for years now, when they first been together, Kevin Durant, even before they even been together, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving was not bringing a ring to any team possible because those are two isolation-based players. And when you have two isolation-based players, you need to have role players surrounding around them. When you have one isolation player, like a James Harden, Kevin Durant, you have to have a Dame Lillard. You have to have role players around them that complement what they do so they don't have to exert all of their energy being some type of two-way player so that they could focus on the scoring aspect of the game. When you have KD and Kyrie, you have to get someone that does playmaking for them. You have to get someone who's an elite defender for them, elite rebounders. You have to have guys that will spot up and shoot for them. It, it's too much because the Nets traded all of their um, role players for more star players or other guys and was it banking on the opportunity on role players like the veteran minimum guys to come on to their team that can still provide some type of production to fill their roster. It did not work, right? So when you look at what the Nets are unfortunately faced with when not signing Kyrie Irving to a long-term deal, it are, are unwilling to. It's a lose-lose situation because, one, you'll lose out on Kyrie Irving. You have nobody to replace him with because nobody wants to play for this team that has a depleted roster. And then, two, if you sign him, you have no cap space. You can't get nobody else to play with the Nets because the Nets right now are not even a top three team in the Eastern Conference, and no one wants to talk about it. Even with all of them healthy, Kyrie and KD healthy, their roster fully healthy with Joe Harris, Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, they're not a top three roster in the Eastern Conference. The Milwaukee Bucks are very much there. They're alive. They're there. You can talk about, oh, Ben Simmons does this and that. Everything that Ben Simmons could do, Drew Holiday could do and shoot it through. Same thing with Chris Middleton. And then you look at the rest of the roster. The Bucs have a championship roster. Miami Heat's a better roster, full out. They have a better coach. They know what they're doing scheme-wise. They have a better scheme for to combat against what the Brooklyn Nets are strong against. Then the Boston Celtics are much they're much alive. With Jason Taylor and Brown basically being in their almost their prime. They're still very young. I don't know if they reached their peak yet, but they're right there in the midst of being in their prime. And then you look at the Brooklyn Nets or even a team before that, I don't even know. I wouldn't put Philly in there, but if you want to throw Philly in there, you could throw Philly in there too. Personally, I don't think Philly's better than Brooklyn, but 
that you could do if you want to put that, you could put them there. I say all that to say the Nets are in a lose-lose situation because either way, they're going to have no cap space to sign anybody or they're going to lose out on a guy who's arguably the top five scorer in the league. So it's going to be one or the other. Like, you, you got to take what, what loss you want because you're not winning a championship. The Brooklyn Nets had championship aspirations. That window closed um, this past season and the year before that. They, they had too many opportunities to win, and they didn't do it. And they're not getting any closer because the Eastern Conference is getting stronger year to year. They haven't, they, and the Nets aren't getting any better at this point. So we have to see what the heck they're going to do because it's a lose-lose situation. And I don't know exactly where they feel like they don't have, they have leverage in that Kyrie Irving, not giving a long-term contract situation. Yeah, I think that the Nets have one option here to remain relevant and to have some sort of relevance, which is to give Kyrie Irving an extension. It doesn't have to be a max contract. It could be a two-year, three-year deal. I'll go two to three years after the season. And um, I think that's the only option right now because let's just keep it real here. I've been to the Barclays Center a couple times, you know, about three, four times. And that arena is quieter than the Brooklyn Public Library. Honestly, and they have no fans, bro. They're not relevant, um, even with them. But you'll still see, you know, people like Mary J. Blige and you know a couple other celebrity stars come out to support them because they got the stars. Well, you can kiss Mary J. Blige goodbye too, okay? Because um, she won't be coming to the games to see no roster of incompetence. Not coming to see that, and not any other artists as well. So you can kiss the relevance and being on primetime television goodbye. Number two, you can kiss Kevin Durant goodbye because as far as I'm concerned, these brothers came as a package and I'm pretty sure they'd be leaving as a package too, even if it's separate, okay? Because let's not forget, the only reason why Kevin Durant is on this team today is because Kyrie Irving was like, listen, man, let's go to Brooklyn, not New York Knicks, okay? That's the only reason why, right? You want Durant, right? Oh, you got to sign my boy. And that's what they did. So, um... The fact that Kevin Durant has not spoken to the front office since that exit, okay, where they got swept by the Celtics, I think is a level of worrisome. Like, if you trade, if you do not give Kyrie Irving an extension, he walks, you're more than likely best off trading Kevin Durant and getting back some of that capital and draft assets to be able to build your team back from the ground up. It's going to be a long process all over again, and it didn't have to be this way. When you did that foolishness, with the um, Celtics, okay, and you had D-Lo, Cavs, LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, and then you got Kyrie Irving. You wanted to bite the bullet and go for the superstar. At the time, I was mad at you, but in the back end, sort of me was not mad at you because I realized you needed a star, uh, stars to win a championship, but that's when you should have just kept it where it was, when you had the best roster and the best depth behind Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant before you traded for an incompetent player in James Harden when you sold away guys like Spencer, Cavis, LeVert in that package. Because if Kyrie Irving was part-time, which he is part-time, well, now full-time, you wouldn't have had to worry about that because Spencer did what he would have still been on his roster. And he's more than capable of creating his own offense. So we wouldn't even be talking about this right now. But because y'all dumbasses, uh, excuse me, excuse my language, went and got James Harden and traded for James Harden, now we all in this boat. So the Nets, they sold, they sold, and once you sell your soul, you can't get it back, bro. You can't, there's no eBay, Amazon to get it back from. It is what it is. So um, they need to do what they have to do, which is give Kyrie Irving an extension. That's their only hope. And let's see how things turn out. Listen, I don't think they fall off. You got Ben Simmons. You got Kyrie Irving. You got Kevin Durant. 
let's see if we can build around these three guys, this core right here, because that's our best opportunity to try to compete for a championship in the near future. And I don't know if this make the Nets feel better uh, in here. They lost to the Celtics, right? Got swept by the Celtics. I get it. The Celtics may go on and win a championship this year. Last year, who they lost to? The defending champs, the Bucks. So I don't know if I'm saying this to make the Nets feel better, but um, you're really only a couple games away once you get to the playoffs to make it a finals. And um, if you talk about Kevin Durant's shoe size, right, they probably would have beat the Bucks. So I still think there's a bit of optimism that the Nets, if they're smart, should capitalize on. Um. Yeah, the Nets are so far away from a championship. I'm sorry. They're they not there. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I understand KD. KD, we understand he's a phenomenal time. We know that. I, that from a talent perspective, if we talk about, oh, who's the most talented team, the Nets is up there with one of the more talented teams. They have two guys who are arguably one of the most talented players that the NBA has ever seen, right, in Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. But when we look at when they matched up in the playoffs and how they're being defended and stuff, they're gassed. You know, the coaching the – coaching, of the Brooklyn Nets is not up to par with what they need to win championships or to even contend for a championship. You can't have Kevin Durant and Kyrie be playing 45, 40-something minutes a game the entirety Absolutely. of the season. They're going to the playoff series in a, in, a, in a tough defensive matchup and still try to have them play 40, 45 minutes. You cannot expect them to be tired in some sense. It's, it's not going to happen, especially part-time Irving. I told you, part-time Irving is the greatest part-time employee ever in history. This man provided you everything you could possibly need and more. But the issue is that when we're in a series, we know what it takes to win. It, it, it's Kyrie Irving, but beyond LeBron James, when he's on a team with LeBron James, he has never provided teams with the, the production to win a series and take this team beyond where they needed to go. You know, when the Celtics, when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, without him, you know, him and Hayward, they were both hurt. But they both got back on the court. Kyrie couldn't do it. Kyrie was not playing well. He lost to the Bucks in four, I believe. He couldn't have a good game at all. Eric Bledsoe was locking him up the entire series. And it's like, when you look at what Kyrie Irving provides in a series sense, the game plan is more structured to you. It's not like, oh, we're playing the Magics tonight, then we're going to play the Bucks tomorrow, then we're going back to play the Knicks, and then we're going to play Toronto. It's like you're catered to this one particular team for seven games almost, if you're going to a seven-game series. I don't know if the Nets have another option besides getting Kyrie Irving back, right? Because, and then you bring him back, you have to think, are we a championship team? Because they're not. And But if you also lose him, what can we do to become a championship team? Right now, you're going to have to bank on the Celtics falling off, Toronto hopefully not getting better, um, Philly hopefully not getting better. You got to hope Milwaukee gets worse. You have to bank on a lot of different uncertainties in order for the Nets to rise above it all to be get into a finals appearance. And I don't see that happening. You know, I said it as soon as they got together. KD and Kyrie will not get to a finals appearance because these two guys cannot play together. And so far, I think they only play, what, 40 games together in the three seasons that they've been on this, on, on this team? Like, so it's like, I just don't know what else we can, we can look forward to this team. Well, let me, let me let me just say this in regards to the, to the coaching. Um, I I don't know if if Steve Nash is the is the right guy for the job. I didn't. I wasn't really a fan of them bringing Steve Nash on as a coach. So I will agree with you on that. Um, whether or not they are a a a, a legitimate championship contender, they are. Um, they're definitely when healthy a top three team in the league. Now they haven't worked out together 
not because they can't play together. They haven't worked out together because of injuries and Kyrie not being vaccinated. That's the reason why they haven't really been playing together. It has nothing to do with the ability of those guys to actually coincide with one another. It's not like their their games. I mean, listen, we said the we said the same thing when Durant went to went to Golden State. How are they gonna make it work? It's only one ball. They got all these. So so that's that's not really the issue. They their issue. The reason why they haven't played together is is solely based on the injuries. See, well, not solely, but you know. They Injuries and Kyrie not being vaccinated this season. Other than that, they can they can play together. They can win together. They just haven't been able to stay healthy enough, long enough for them to to to, to show that off. You know, you, you talk about the depth and they traded. I mean, you trade them for an MVP candidate. Like if you got if you got the chance to trade for an MVP and to put together that type of a powerhouse, you, you you're gonna you're gonna take the chance and go for that. I mean, you, they traded Karis Levert, who I, I like Karis Levert a lot, right? Karis LeVert, I mean, he 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 missed because he was dealing with the the, uh, the heart condition. He missed like like I think like half the season, and then he's been on the move already. Spencer Dinwiddie, um, his numbers haven't he hasn't he hasn't been putting up the numbers he was putting up when his before the year well he, the last year he got hurt in Boston it was low, but he only played like three games that season. But the year before that he was averaging twenty points a game. He hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't gotten back to to that twenty points a game since he's been gone. The only person who I who who I who I really wish they would have been able to keep that has actually shown improved and made that type of an impact is Jared Allen. He's become an all-star for the, for the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's the one guy. But when you look at the roster right now, uh, you know, obviously they can, they, they can go over, even if they need to go over the cap for Kyrie, they can go over the cap to keep Kyrie. They're probably going to keep Kyrie. I just don't, they, they're not going to break that tan, tandem up. Like I said, unless Kevin Durant says, I don't rock with him anymore, then that would happen. But other than that, you still have Ben Simmons under contract for a couple of years. So whether you want to trade him or do something, you know, or, or, or keep him, whatever the case may be, you know, even if, you know, Ben with, with, in the Ben Simmons case, you said you want somebody that can facilitate the, the, the ball for them and can and run the show. That's Ben Simmons. We don't even need Ben Simmons. If, if Ben Simmons don't want to shoot with that roster, he don't have to because Kyrie and Kevin Durant can take all of them shots. When Joe Harris comes back, he can take those shots. Seth Curry can can shoot the basketball as as well. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep Andre Drummond and bring him back. I would love to to see them, you know, bring him bring him back if if they can. He might want more more money than they can afford, and he's, they're not going to be able to go over the cap for Andre Drummond because he he just hasn't he, he hasn't been there long enough, and they don't they didn't get his bird rights um, anyway because he's only been doing like one year deal, so he wouldn't even have bird rights built up anyway. So they're definitely still they're still title contenders though. For the most part, I agree with Ant for like ninety five percent of what he said. I'm gonna talk about the five percent that I disagree, which is a slight percentage. Yes, like injuries are the main contributor to why the Nets haven't won a championship. I think it's just self-explanatory. Kevin Durant, Achilles, had that year off. Kyrie Irving got hurt that same year with that Nets team by himself. So um, they came back. Kyrie Irving got hurt. James Harden got hurt. They got bounced um, last year. This year, part-time Kyrie Irving not taking a vaccine. It is what it is. So, yeah, like that's a big factor. That's mainly the main reason why. Because it's hard to try to develop any chemistry. You say that um, they can't play together, Zay, because they both ISO players. But they have to at least try to gel. And how do you gel? By playing together. You know, and they haven't been able to do that. So, of course, we're not going to see that right now, at least. The 1-5%, should I say, that I disagree with in here is just strictly off of 
them trading for James Harden once again. Because even though we can sit here and say Spencer Dibbity is not as good as he was, or Cavs of was not as good as he was, but that's expected. D'Lo's not as good as he was, and he's on the Timberwolves. He was cooking up on his next team. He didn't survive on the Warriors. I thought he would have fit well with that Warriors team. Everybody go to the Warriors and have some success. Look at Andrew Wiggins. He didn't succeed there. So it goes full circle. When you are accustomed to playing for a team and you're in that system and that system works well with you and you have camaraderie, you're going to play better and it's going to take you some time to get used to a new system, new philosophy, and a new team. So um, I would have kept that same core. I would have had the best bench in the NBA and I would have took that depth because now the problem is depth right now without Kyrie Irving being part-time. Well, you wouldn't have to worry about the depth. Yeah, we tried to trade for James Harden because we wanted up front like, all right, we got these three scores and we're going to outscore you and not play no defense. But now your defense is an issue and your depth is in the issue. So that's why you got to take a blow to get a blow. And that's what they should have done. Um, you know, I'm going to use the words that Lil said earlier in the show. You know, injuries is a part of the game. So we're talking about, oh, they're not healthy enough to stay on the court. You know, three seasons, 40 games together is not that's not suitable, you know, and I, and I understand that they're two talented players, but if you're talking about a what if they never got hurt, like we could do play the what if game all day. What if Brandon Roy never got a knee injury? What kind of player he would have been? What, what if T-Mac would have never had a knee injury? Would he have been an NBA champion? You sound like Julius from Everybody Hates Chris right My now, point, Exactly. We can't keep playing <laughs> what ifs because it's like at this point we got to talk about reality. Reality is these guys, are, when they're on the court, they're not winning every game, right? And when these two guys are on the court, they're still playing 40-plus minutes a game and they're not beating the best competition out there. I think their record against over 500 teams is not that good. And it may be 500 or probably even less. So they're not like they're beating the top echelon teams that's in the, the, um, the league. They're just, they're barely winning games. And on top of that, when they're not on the court and you're, you're talking about the Achilles injury and the knee injuries and, and the, uh, the vaccination stuff, and then Kyrie's also had, a, a, I think, a leg injury. Early in the season, um, last season or something like that, or the, he has some some kind of injury that prohibited him playing a couple games. You know, th these are the guys that you paid for. This is what the Nets paid for. They should have knew or at least saw something that if something happened, we need to have, make sure we have a solid roster around them so they don't have to do as much. Unfortunately, you gave Ky KD a max contract. You given you gave Kyrie a max contract, and they're doing the bulk of the work. They're pl they're playmaking. They're defending the best players. They're scoring. They're doing everything this team needs them. They, they, they're doing everything plus more that this team needs them to do, but the role players are not doing anything at all. So now they're doing double the work, essentially. And then when the playoffs come, injuries happen, or they're lack look lackluster, they're missing shots, it's because you're putting them in positions to not win the game. But it also goes down to you can't have two dominant isolation players and expect yourself to win a championship. And then you add James Harden, as you stated, three dominant isolation players, and you can't expect them to all mesh well out of nowhere and think, oh, we're going to do this well because they're so talented. Talent only goes so far. You know, you have to be able to have a team around you that can do everything for you. Giannis Antetokounmpo, as amazing as he is, he has guys all around him that does everything else that they need him, that he needs them to do. So he's able to be as aggressive as he is. So he's able to be dominant late in third and fourth quarters and be aggressive and attack the way he attacked throughout the entirety of the game. You can't have just KD, Kyrie, and then you have Joe Harris, Seth Curry, Bruce Brown. I mean, um, yeah, bro, Bruce Brown. Oh, uh, Bowen. I, I can't. Yeah, Bruce Brown. I was about to say yeah, Bowen. Bruce Brown. So Bruce, I always mess it up. Bruce Brown over there, you know, being the best defender on the team. It's not going to work. That team is not set to win just because you have KD and Kyrie on the court. Two, two, two things in response to that, because I'm pretty sure LeBron and Dwayne Wade are both ISO players that, that won championships. They just had the right pieces around them. And number two, the Nets were in first place this season before Kevin Durant got hurt. 
So let's not act like they weren't out here beating teams. They were doing what they were supposed to do, and that was just with Kevin Durant because Kyrie was. This was before they even brought Kyrie back. The Nets were in first place. So, there was a two seed last year, right in the playoffs when they got bounced, right? Am I not mistaken? There was a two seed, it was probably one, two or three. They were top. Those top three for sure. Yeah, yeah, they was top three. Totally they, sure. they definitely were winning basketball games this season. It 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 literally is the injuries, and I'm and I'm not saying that's not. That, I'm saying that's the the reason that they that they're not playing together is because of the injury, not because they can't like. So yeah, they can definitely win basketball games because they were in first place prior to Kevin Durant. And I was with just Kevin Durant and 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 Harden. I'll end here because we headed for time. Right. I'll just end it like this. I think when you look at Kyrie Irving and the situation with him being part-time, listen, I, I just think differently from a lot of people. You know, everybody have their agendas because they're not vaccinated. He's not vaccinated. You know, you see a lot of people in the media and the articles, they come at Kyrie Irving. Listen, I mean, listen, he has a choice pretty much. Uh, y'all in the media, y'all wouldn't have a choice because most people in the media requires you to be vaccinated. So let's start off there. You don't even have a choice. So, um, yeah, so Kyrie Urban is probably living a better life than you because he, he has a choice. Y'all don't have a choice, otherwise y'all lose the job. But anyway, I just think Kyrie Urban, the fact that he was dealing with the injury, number one, heading into the offseason, and then he – Obviously, the pandemic happened, the vaccination mandate, whatever. I just find it hard to believe that we don't respect the fact that when he was playing part-time, whatever he played, he was always out there playing over 40 minutes per game, led the league, all right, in the second half and minutes per game, and he played his heart out. He had a 60-point game. He played his heart out. So I got to respect it. I can't get into your political stance on, on public health. I can't get into that. That's not my business. Just like it's not anybody's business. It is what it is. The NBA is not exempted. This has been going on in every profession. Teachers, doctors, losing their jobs. You know, people came and graduate. Working hard, you know, working for the city for all these years, and they get thrown the hammer. Okay? See the door. The NBA is not exempted. Just like the NBA is not exempted from all the issues that we are talking about on this very show today. Right now, the mandate is not in force. So hopefully we can see Kyrie Urban, a healthy Kyrie Urban, and a healthy Kevin Durant, and a healthy Ben Simmons. And let's see what the Nets do. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after these brief messages. Ladies and gentlemen, I know y'all not getting tired of watching In The Huddle over and over again. So like and subscribe to the channel and receive these new notifications of new uploaded content that will be coming your way. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm out. Peace.